Hello. Today we are going to finish up Genesis chapter 7. Um, and the title of this is The Flood. And I am sitting at my dining room table right now looking outside and it has been raining and raining <laughs> and raining and raining. And there's stuff that I would like to do outside, but I can't because it's raining. And I just think about Noah and his whole family and the fact that they are trapped in this boat with all of the types of animals all of the types of animals and the smells and the noises and all the things that go along with that. And I am thankful that Noah did that for me because I don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. Surely, surely. Don't you think they felt like super restless maybe? Well, I don't know. For a long time. Yeah. I think as a kid, you, you grow up and you, you, you read the story and you hear the story and you think, oh, 40 days and 40 nights it rained. Okay, anybody could live a month on a boat, right? But no, it rained 40 days and 40 nights, but they were in that boat for over a year. Mm-hmm. And that's a long time to be shut in. I mean, think of, for us, mm-hmm. this past year and a half with COVID has been hard, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't exactly been locked in, Um I could still go out in my yard. I could still get in my pool. I could still take a walk around my neighborhood. Um, but they are totally shut in. Um, and they can't <laughs> go outside at all. Not even on top of the boat to walk right. around a little bit, like to exercise or anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Think of how so much they're scooping that's... and how much they're climbing. So there's yes. their exercise. But yeah. ugh. But I inside mean... all that, breathing all that, smelling mm. all that, ugh. Yeah. Like I I really think that I would be able to handle the smell. I think that I think I could handle the smell, but the constant noise I think is what would get me. Mm. I like my quiet. Like I found a mug and it says a nice thing to do in the mornings is not talk to me. <laughs> and that is <laughs> Oh, that is so me. That's the truth. <laughs> That's, That's the so truth. Me. That's the truth. I just that noise I think is what would get me. Yeah. I know I used to volunteer when the kids were in preschool, I would volunteer for the day, you know, they'd need an extra set of hands. And so I would go for, well, really it was just a half day, but I would come home and I would be completely wiped out. And, and it was the commotion. It's not that I was working physically doing anything really. It was just all that chatter and all that, you know, Mrs. Dobbins, look at this, Mrs. Dobbins, look at that. Can you help me with this? Mrs. Dobbins, all that talking at me um, would, and I loved it, but still, whew. I come yeah. home, I feel like I was 100 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I think you're right. The noise would be pretty tough. Yeah, and yeah. I, like I know people who they don't, that doesn't bother them. They can be a noise all the time, but mm-mm. no. I need quiet. During the day, I, I listen to, you know, some um, things in the morning on the radio. <clears throat> but that's it. After at nine o'clock or nine thirty, sometimes the radio goes off, 
it's just quiet. And I, that's just the way I like it. At night, often, Greg will be reading, I'll be reading, and he'll have the um, like some um, calming music in the background, very low. But I know people that have TV on, like the minute they get up, the TV's on, it's blaring all day long. And I'm like, how can you stand that? Anyways, we're getting off yeah. track. We sure are. Just, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Terry. You can go ahead and you're going to do the reading. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Genesis 7, 7 through 24. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his son's wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals, of birds and of all creatures that moved along the ground. Male and female came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days, the flood waters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to their kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings, mosquitoes, <laughs> pairs, of, <laughs> pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in came, wait, I'm sorry, pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing, as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. For 40 days, the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 15 cubits. Every living thing that moved on the land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, and all mankind. Everything on dry land that had breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth for 150 days. And just remember that 150 days is how long the waters were flooded, not yet when they get off. Right. 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 So the rain and the flood happened for actually 40 days, Mm -hmm. but then there was so much water on the earth that lasted 150 days. Mm -hmm. And then it began to recede. Yeah. Yep. And then in chapter eight, which we're not talking about this week, but we'll talk about next week, um, we're going to learn an even longer time. So, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Yeah. So we talked a little bit yesterday. We've kind of alluded to like rain or no rain to this point. Like is rain new? Has rain been seen before? What's the deal with the rain? Yeah, I don't know. I, I know there's some controversy about whether this was the first time they saw rain or not. Yeah. Um, it's another, again, another thing that doesn't depend on our salvation. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. 
just an interesting. But even if it had rained before, nothing like this, nothing has ever been seen. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This would have been like a monsoon kind of rain, don't you think? A torrential, unrelenting. Yes. Downpour. You know, I grew up in Florida, and sometimes it it would rain so hard it would hurt if you were out in it. Yeah. You know. Um, you couldn't drive your car because it rained so hard that even the windshield wipers couldn't keep the water off the windshield for you to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I hearken back to my childhood to those, all those hurricanes that hit Florida and think, well, maybe it was kind of like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I read some stuff and it talked about um, <clears throat> because of the water coming so fast and so furious that there were uh, likely tsunamis because that you know that happened there were the earthquakes and all that kind of stuff and if you can imagine um the pressure of that water on the earth yeah it's just you know that it's too much so the earth as we know continents and everything shifted and that sort of thing but um yeah it was pretty heavy well it says here um in verse 11, on that day, the springs of the great deep burst forth and the floodgates of the heaven were opened. So these are floodgates and springs are bursting. So it's not like there's a slow eking of water that's coming along. It is bursting. Um, My translation says erupted. The groundwaters erupted from the earth. Well, that's a, that word is a pretty strong word too. Volcanoes mm-hmm. erupt. Right. right. So that means force. and um, When I think of floodgates and I think of, you know, what we have now, floodgates and dams. Mm-hmm. And when those things burst, mm-hmm. like happened up north, um, what is it, three, four years ago now? Yeah. I mean, it was horrible. It rushed through there yeah. and things were destroyed. Whole yeah. lakes were, you know, like have gone missing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like it, it was bad. So it's. I drove up there about a year ago. I went up to show a house and still it's, yeah. it's devastated. Yeah. Yep. And they expect the waters to be back in about five years. Okay. But in the meantime, not lakefront property anymore. No. Dry lake Anyways, lake. floodgates opening is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, a, think of the topography change just from that one little. Mm-hmm. Bit, right mm-hmm. and now now like what we're looking at is um like literally the world bo- bursting open mm-hmm. water coming from below water coming from above it's over the highest mountains and um like this is like nothing that has ever happened before or happened mm-hmm. since and god even tells us this is this will not happen again yeah yeah um so talk about cataclysmic change. Mm-hmm. It's mind there was a, a great video that I watched on Mount St. Helens, <clears throat> you know, that we think that it's taken millions of years for those geologic changes to happen. Um, I actually lived outside of Seattle when Mount St. Helens erupted, and I stood in my front yard and watched that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And it was certainly far away, um, but... I could see the mountain and I could see the eruption without any problem whatsoever. Wow. But yeah, it changed everything. It cut big 
gouges in the earth and the lava flows cut big, made big humps of stuff. And I mean, it just, it, it didn't look like the same place at all. It was totally unrecognizable. The whole mm. top of that mountain blew off. So, and then the ash from that traveled around the world. It fell yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I, but I as massive as that was, it doesn't even compare. It wasn't. Uh-huh. It wasn't so worldwide tiny. in the way that this flood was. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that devastation was pretty localized just to there. The only thing that went around the world was the ash. But this devastation happened over every square inch of the earth. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like it probably happened pretty instantly. Since it says it like burst forth or erupted, like right. it was like, here we go, folks, yeah. strap in because this is going to be a wild ride. Yeah. Like that's a big deal. Do you think that God um, left the door open long enough for them to see the rain just starting maybe? They had the windows. Well, we, uh, they had that 18-inch that cut, right. but I don't know if they could see out that <laughs> Wait a minute. You're saying that was open? That 18-inch place was open, yeah, to let the air come in and out. They had to have some ventilation. Oh, air circulation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that, why that I said I would have been there the whole time. Yeah, yeah hanging out, hanging my head <laughs> out up by the window. Yeah. I, I like, totally miss that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm much happier now. That I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so kind of to your question though, Terry, it was like, why? And I love the question in, um, in the homework. It was like, why was there a week? Right. Why was there um, a week where they went into the ark and then they had a week of nothing? Well, probably to get, been like? get settled. Don't you think? Okay. I mean, they've, they've moved in. Think about when you move it into your new house. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all this stuff packed up that you brought with you. You got to unpack it, put it where it belongs. And I think that was just the mercy of God. That might have been a little tough to do while the earth is erupting with all right. this water and your boat's starting to float. And maybe you've never been on a floating boat and you don't have your sea legs. And right. so I think, you know, that was just a little respite that God gave them to get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like have, have you ever been on a cruise or taking like an RV trip, you know, you have to figure out like where to strap things down because things are going to be moving and shifting. And I would imagine that they spent some of that time yeah. just getting moving ready. things from getting tripped over and yeah. Yeah. maybe re- through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say maybe relocating some of the animals that decided they weren't going to get along. Sure. And then Ham asked, did you bring the hookah? No. Did you take that? Oh, my goodness. So everybody, you out the window. Go get it. Come Mom, back. he left the hookah. <laughs> oh, probably not, people. But anyway. Maybe not. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We just make some of this stuff up ourselves. I know. We are definitely making things up here with that. I, I also, interesting. Oh, go I'm ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, that. You know, the, it says the groundwaters erupted from the earth and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. So that happened right away. And then it says the rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. So maybe it was, like Suzanne said, just an initial bleh of the earth, big eruption. But then it just keeps on raining and raining. And raining. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know that it was a gentle ride either. I just don't oh, think it was. I can't something imagine. in the homework said that uh, bobbing, you know, bobbing the animals. I took it like bobbing the animals to sleep. And when I'm like, no, it was, <laughs> you know, the gr- the yeah, swell right. and the if there were yeah. worse tsunamis and stuff, the yeah. I just feel like it's being battered, bashed around. However, if that's the case, I mean, hopefully they're protected and they're kept safe. You know, I don't know that I could have taken that for 40 days. Right. Well, but maybe that did been happen. that violent for 40 days, but. Right. Like, I just don't think this is the ride that we imagined when we were growing up. You know, when you're reading your storybook Bible and there's this painting of Noah sitting outside the ark, like greeting all of his animals. Welcome sheep. Welcome goats. I'm so glad you're here. Elephants. Oh, giraffes. How's it going up there? I don't think that's really how it was. I think. And then, you know, they're just living harmoniously. Like I just don't imagine that. Like I imagine that it was tough and this was work. And yeah, you know, even though God's bringing the animals He's probably like, you know, you've got to slow down here because there is a backlog of large animal behinds that we need to get sorted into the right place. And then, um, you know, thinking about the hay for the animals and the whatever else. And then if you look through your picture books, you know, you see Noah and his wife and they're all waving at the top of the ark. And I don't think that's how it was either. (laughs) But, But I think there's an important cue on that when God brought the animals. That's a supernatural feat. Oh, yeah. Right there, right? So the other part is he could protect them once they're in the ark also. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they're, I don't, I don't believe that they slept for 40 days or whatever. I believe they ate food. They were animals. They were themselves. But in this torrential burst of water and everything that happened, um, I think he protected them, of course. You know, is that a thing that people believe? That people that they slept for forty days. Some people, uh, there's, yeah. that's out there. Yeah, right. I've never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, I. I mean, here's the here's the piece. God's supernatural; He can do anything. I don't necessarily believe that that's what happened, or He would have said, "I put them all to sleep for forty well, days." I it really says think bring He would have food said that. for the animals to eat. Uh-huh. So why would they need food for them to eat if they were going to be asleep for the whole time? I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I have never heard that before. Yeah. But I mean, this is like people speculating all different things about it. Yeah. What we, That's where we want to really come back to what does it actually say? Mm-hmm. You know, what actually mm-hmm. happened? But we can, we can take guesses. Again, just know that our salvation doesn't depend on that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that this is a gracious gift from God. Again, that he is, he's told him, here's what you need. Go ahead and pack it up. And he told him exactly how to build the ark. And he told him exactly what to build the ark with. And then he closed it up on his own. So, and he made that covenant. So he's like, I've got this guys. It's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did he tell them how long they would be at sea? I don't think so. It doesn't say here. So here's my thinking with that, with Moses. You're in the ark. God has sealed you in the ark. Day one, no rain. Day two. No rain. <laughs> day three, am I crazy? I mean, just that that thinking, like, all right, day four, no rain. Can you imagine people outside of the ark? What they would have been saying? Well, where's well, the rain? But, that part, that part, they did know because God said, "In seven days, I'll bring the rain." Right? Okay, got it. 
So that part, but how long after that, I don't think they knew. Wow. Well, it doesn't say they knew. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So that's good, Terry, because I was just worried about like having to sit in the ark and no rain for one week. And you're wondering, yeah, yeah did I hear right? <laughs> so he did tell them that. Yeah, that's good. And then, so then the rain, I don't know. Part of it is like, when is this going to end? When does this end? When is this over? Right. And yeah. we feel like that sometimes in life too, don't we? Like we feel like, okay, so God, I, I feel like you really like led me to this and this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's not happening. So what's the scoop here? One, right. is it ever going to happen? And then once it does, is this ever going to be over? Yeah. Yeah. And that's so really hard one to of the, fit in. One yeah. of the questions in our homework is, if you had been on the ark with Noah and his family, what do you think you would have found to be some of the most challenging things about the experience? Did you guys think about that at all? Yeah, no doing a puzzle and missing one piece. <laughs> oh. Where is it? It's got to be here. No. <laughs> got to pair it, check I, it. But to me, I think the unknown is the scariest piece. Like, okay, here's the rain. And then that grief of yeah. missing everyone. But then in that unknown, continuing to be faithfully faithful, um, continuing to trust God. To me, that would be very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because we can grow weary, even in well-doing, we can grow weary. So yeah, Noah knew he was doing the right thing. He knew God told him to build the ark, to get in it with the animals, what was going to happen. But even in knowing that, I think our nature is we grow weary. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it was not easy for anybody. And Noah's the guy that's really faithful and, and righteous how about the right. daughter-in-laws and the sons? Right. And even his wife, we don't know much about her. Right. Um, you know, was he supported? Was everybody right. like, oh, dad, you know, yeah, we know, we trust you. You know, God told you it's great. Or was it, was, were they not on board with it? Were they just like, right. well, yeah, we're great. This is great, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get us on this boat and now <laughs> right. everybody else is dead and here we sit. Um, do we, I don't know. It, it had to have been a tough a tough year. Yeah. I wondered oh. about um, if they're on board to, like you said, Angie, and one of the things is that, um, you know, God command brought the animals to Noah, to Noah. To, and it says that, and then the Lord shut him in. It doesn't say them. And I was wondering about that. I mean, maybe a different version says them, but it's, it's Noah. Right. Just like you said. It doesn't say, and his sons, or any of that. Now, mine does say, then the Lord closed the door behind them. Them. Okay. okay. So. so here's another thought. This was 40 days. And I'm so curious about that, because when we read the accounts of Genesis, God did amazing things in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In one day. So he had the power to do this in like a day. Or even a week, if you're saying like he's going to do the six days or something like that. But it was 40 days. Yeah. So part of my curiosity with that, and I, and I don't know the answer, but it's like 40 days lets a change happen in Noah and his family. Mm-hmm. One day may not have been as profound, but having all that time on the ark was time for them to really consider who they were 
who they were with God, who they believed in, what they believed in. It gave them time to make the changes that they would need as they went out and disembarked into this new world. I sometimes think that that happens like some sins, when we look at sin, immediately God takes it away um, or redeems it, and it's, um, it's an immediate experience. And then for others, it's like you need to walk in this and have this faith built up so that you'll have the muscle to hold on to that as you walk in that, in that new world of who you are, mm-hmm. right? Good. So, I was just kind of thinking about that. 40 days is kind of a, an interesting number. I mean, it was 40 days oh, yeah. that Jesus was in the desert, 40, day, 40 years that the um, Hebrews wandered in the desert. Um, there's a lot of 40-day things. And I think you're right, Rosemary. I think God uses that time to work in us whatever we're going to need for that next step. Um, That's how it was with Jesus. Those 40 days in the desert and that temptation worked in him, something that prepared him to step out and fulfill the destiny that he had. Um, So I think for all of us too, Mm -hmm. when we've got something that we've got to walk out, walk in, we need some preparation. And I think that for Noah and his family, they, they had a big task ahead of them once they got out of that ark. Yeah. And so I think you're right. God used that time because he could have done it just like that, but he used that time right. to prepare them for what was going to come next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, there's mm-hmm. a quote by David Gusick. The, uh, the number 40 becomes associated with testing and purification, especially before entering into something new and significant. Mm-hmm. And they listed some of those times. It's forgotten about that. But, um, yeah, I think God wasn't just, uh, he was preparing the animals too. <laughs> I'm going to stop on that and not even go there. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they would all have to deal with a new world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this right. wasn't done in just one day. No. Mm-hmm. And cool. something for us to remember too is that um, we live in a new world right now than what it was two years ago. Right. So um, there was a lot of preparation and there was a lot of refining, I think, that probably God did to that family on that boat. Um, so what in, in that year, because it was a year that they were on the boat. So what if we take what we have learned in the last year or year and a half um, of being home, of being um having to rethink how we do things and the choices that we make. And what if we take some of that and um, really lean into God and see how he's refined us so that we can go out into this new world and be lights for him. Good point. Kind of taken. Yeah. How many of us thought, okay, what's going on here, Lord? What do you want to work in me Mm -hmm. while I'm outside my normal lifestyle during this pandemic? What is it that you want to build in me? What's needed for after? One thing I know for sure, if I have to go on an arc, I'm going to take a mask. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> it's, it's for your M&M eating, I know. Yeah, yeah we know you, Rosemary. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want to share those M&Ms. You're going to keep them in your right. mask. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll pray for us as we finish this up today. Um, Lord, you have just shown over and over and over again your grace and your mercy in the way that you um, 
have provided, have loved on, um, have had a broken heart, but not given up on us, Lord. And we thank you for that. Um, we pray that we would take the time um, of this last year, year and a half, Lord, um, and just sit in it and reflect, God, on what you would have us change. Um, the the major changes that we're looking at in our world, um, the major changes that Noah was looking at in his world, God, as he came out of that ark and he didn't know what it was going to look like, God. And as we move through um, the pandemic and the way that the world has changed, God, we don't really know what things look like moving forward in the future either. Um, and I just pray that we would be able to um, listen to you, Lord, help us to uh, discern what it is that you would have us change, how we can be a light to the world, how we can um, move forward in you and the ways that you have for us, God. And we thank you for the covenant that you made with Noah and that you continue um, to hold with us, Lord, and that you will be with us always, that you will never leave us and you will never forsake us, God. Um, thank you for the example of Noah, of his wife, of his children, of his um, daughter-in-laws, Lord, and that they were not perfect and that you knew they were not perfect and that we see sin right out of the gate, Lord, but you deemed them worthy to save. Um, and just what an example that is for us, Lord, because you deem us worthy to save. And we thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to save us, to stand in that gap um, so that we could be with you, Lord. And I just pray that you would um, remind us of that daily hourly, minute by minute, Lord, just help us to remember that you have deemed us worthy to be saved and that we can depend on you. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>